You there? Yes. Um, and do you, it's totally up to you, but do you mind if we um, record the call just so we can share it with um, Joe as well, the other guy we're working with? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Thank you. Okay, perfect. He did not answer, but I'm sure he'll be uh, calling back shortly, and then I'll just merge the calls if that's fine with you. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. I did just um, take a nap, and I woke up, so if I'm a little, like, <laughs> rah. <laughs> it's no problem. I feel your pain. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, um, I guess, so where we're coming from with this, um, Angelo and Joe, they used to live in um, Pocahontas County where all of this happened. Uh, oh, okay. And, and Joe heard the story from um, Doug there, who... Um, we've talked to, I th- he said he met you, I think. Um, yeah, is, I is he older? Yeah. Yeah, he, when we were down there, he took us to um, he, my dad, or yeah, my dad, my uncle's, um, like where his farm used to be and stuff mm-hmm. like that, because we couldn't cool. find our way there. So right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So he, so that's actually who first told Joe this story. Um, and then Angela was working for a newspaper in the area and together Joe approached him with it and together they kind of started like interviewing people and getting different stories and things like that. Um, Yeah. And then back in probably April or so, I just super random happened to meet Angelo on a plane and we were talking about like true crime stuff and different um, things like that. And I had been for the last, year or so probably um there's a there's a website called uh, NamUs and I've been like trying to place together like unidentified bodies with like missing persons. So I've been like looking into different crimes and like things like that for that purpose. Yeah. Um yeah. so he uh what is it called? Me, what is that thing called? So it's NamUs. It's a government website. It's N A M U S. Um, oh okay. So my aunt um, was murdered back in 69 in, like, an extremely, like, violent um, way. And oh so I God. started doing that because it, it was – so I, I I never knew her, um, but uh, thank you. Um, so she – that website, I started it because it, like – I know it, you know, affects – my family to this day. And, and so I figured if there's some database that's like looking into these things and providing closure, like that's great. And so I started looking for her on that. And then, um, and then I just, it spiraled and I started looking for other people on that. (laughs) Um, so Angelo told me about this and then I started, um, kind of working with them and, and, um, helping them interview people and like getting public records requests, documents and things like that. Um, so that's really, that's how we got here. Um, okay. Our, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much, how much you know about the case specifically, but it's just, it's pretty crazy. Um, the lack of investigation. <clears throat> it's yeah. Ridiculous. Well, I know, I know that like, uh, and tell me to stop talking because it could go on for hours about this. But um, like, I grew up with my mom talking about this a lot, and mm-hmm. I think I read, I read the, um, uh, oh my gosh, help me out, the uh, 
Not the obituary. Oh, well, oh, they're off oh, report. Yeah, um, I oh. did, but I read that when I was young too, and oh, growing up, and there's a copy somewhere. So, and I grew up with him being like she would always kind of compare me to him because mm-hmm. I guess that look like literally him and act like him. Yeah, that's so. exactly how I found out about my aunt. Like literally, really? <laughs> yeah, my mom. I have red hair and no one in my family does. And I'd be like, mom, why, yeah. you know, something's up. She's like, no, you look exactly like your aunt. Yeah. My whole family is like under five, four. And um, he and I are both, he was like, I think six feet or more. And I'm yeah, five I eight. So. Nice. Yeah. But um, so, yeah. And then my husband took me down there um, to see the place where he used to live and stuff. So I, mm-hmm. like, I tried to solve it when I was younger. <laughs> like, you can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but my family, my mom has just real like come to the realization. She's just like, well, he must have been schizophrenic or something and mm-hmm. done this to himself. But like, I don't personally believe that. I don't. I just don't know. I feel like it's still like, a yeah. cult situation. When I talked to his best friend, the first thing he said was like, Peter didn't kill that boy, and like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, just from stories about like it ruined my family like my right my mom is in a different it's yeah so I yeah um, I can imagine it's crazy so I get well my first thing I guess is to make sure you're good with us looking into this because it is your family and I can completely absolutely get how how you know it's it's like it's a I, I mean for my family, at least, and I'm sure it's probably the same. It's it's such a ripple effect, and like, it's crazy how much you know your your mom and your grandmother went through this, and then it gets passed down, and then passed down, and it's it's just yeah. crazy. So, but yeah, I agree. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of questions that that we've been looking into with the investigation because, say he did do it, then at the very least. The police investigation was subpar, like as an understatement, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I don't know too much about the police portion of it because I mm-hmm. we just don't we don't believe the police report. But right, I don't know. I think he. I think I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what the autopsy report? So we haven't. That's like one thing that we haven't been able to see yet. Do you remember okay. what it said? Yeah, some of it, yeah. I know that he broke his, I think it was his tibia. Mm-hmm. One of his legs was broken, hmm. which, I, which I remember before thinking it was strange because, like, why would his leg be broken, you know? Or right, how did he break it? Right. Um, and then here's a rumor, I mean, this... I just thought of this. Um, this has nothing to do with the autopsy, but there was a rumor that a cult ring was found on his finger, and that could have just been, you know, like talk. I don't know. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, with the autopsy, um, I can say it's kind of, I don't know how to put it, like, in a good way, but when um, they found him, his, like, body from his, head down was on the floor or on the ground Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but yeah but his head I guess was still in the news um, in his vertebrae as well was still um, attached 
So, um, but that's all that I can remember, really. Do you remember if it's... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Do, Do you remember if the autopsy report had any, like, delineation of whether his tibia was broken before or after death? Sometimes it, it didn't say, say. It didn't say. Oh, gotcha. oh, wait. You know, I, I think I have to find it. I don't know where it is right now because um, we just inherited a bunch of my mom's stuff. So it's in her thing. Oh. But um, I, I don't think it said anything because I don't remember any words like post-mortem or um, gotcha. any anything like that. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Angela is calling me now. Do you mind if I put him through too? Oh, sure. Okay, sure. cool. One, one second. Okay, Angela, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, and Megan, you there? Hi. Yep. Hi. Perfect. Um, so uh, Megan was just telling me uh, she's she read the autopsy report when she was younger, and she was um, saying that uh, Peter's tibia was broken. But I asked her if it said that if it was you know pre or post mortem, and um, it didn't. But that's kind of so. If I find the um, report, I can tell you specifically. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, a few papers. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Yeah, we've we've heard rumors about that, but we've never, um, you know, obviously seen it or anything or seen the autopsy report. So, yeah, it's hard with this case. There's (laughs) there's so many rumors about it, and that's kind of where we're at now is figuring out what's truth and what was just kind of reported. Well, I'm glad that but, you guys are doing this for real because my mom is always just like, Can, I need somebody to do this. So she like handed me the box of all the information. And I was just like, oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> it's a big responsibility for one person. Yeah. <laughs> Megan, what do you mean box? Like, what, what are you talking about? Uh, a big, uh, just a, a box of stuff that was Peter's and that had to do with the whole thing, like an autopsy report. Um, it had other, my mom went down before to do some like detective work and, uh, so it had all her information in it and his letter. Um, I think someone has a copy of it down there. Um, so. Oh, the last will and testament. Yeah. You guys have that, yeah. I think. Yeah, okay. we do. Okay. What, what else yeah. is in there? Do you, do you, have you gone through it? Do you know what else is in there? The only thing that I can think of that would be like of any real interest is the autopsy report. The rest are, Mm -hmm. um, like letters. Like, I think there's a letter to like Jack from my Mm -hmm. mom or my grandmother or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then one back, I'm not sure who he is. I think he might've tried to figure it out for them. I don't know if he was a detective or a friend or. No, he was a, he was a caver friend. I'm sorry. I don't know. Nicole, do you want to? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. My impression of Jack, He's a good dude. He was a favorite friend of your uncle's. Um, he helped Carmelita quite a bit afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. Like, oh, Peter had a, a, a collection of books and, like, you know, rare maps. So he was helping um, your grandma kind of Take process. pass on. Well, pro- yeah, exactly. And pass on information. Like, if someone wrote a letter to your grandma asking about Peter, Jack, she would send it to Jack and he would answer it for her. So that she didn't have uh, to okay. deal with it as much as possible. We so kind of a go between between the caver community and exact 
Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And we we have, I don't know if they're in there, but we do have some of the letters from your mom and from uh, your grandma, too, Jack, that we'd be happy to send to you. Um, oh, wow. Some of them. Awesome. I I have yeah, that. we have actually, <laughs> we have um, a, like, not a book report, but like a research paper that your mom wrote as well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, it's at, um, okay. It's about caves, I think. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, right? I didn't know she did that. <laughs> yeah, it's Angelo. Is it about caves? Because I remember seeing it and being like, "What?" Uh, yeah, it, I think it was like uh, I, I never went to college, but I, what do you call it—a dissertation or? A yeah, kind of like a oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'd be happy to um, send that stuff to you. I think there's probably three to four letters from your grandma and one from your mom. And oh, yeah, I don't have anything like research that. Research paper. Oh yeah. Okay. So I'll um, like I'll I don't have the, any idea. letters that were. Um, and I let me. Uh, since my mom just moved into a home, her boxes are all kind of like they're all over the place. But mm-hmm. um, if I find like the autopsy, do you want me to just call you and then I can like or I can I can make a copy yeah. of it and send it to you or that would be amazing. Um, fax it or something. Yeah, that, that would be awesome. We've been trying to track down a lot of information, and, um, yeah, the autopsy would be a big part of it. And yeah. I don't know if Nicole had mentioned it to you earlier or not, but uh, we're willing to share everything that we find out. If, oh, if absolutely, yeah. Goes by, you, you know? Okay, yeah. awesome. I mean, this is obviously your your family at the end of the day. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pulling up. We got... I got a ton of documents recently, so I'm pulling it. The whole reason I brought it up earlier, Megan, was uh, when you mentioned a box, like, we're looking for, like, that type of, like, family records, like, something that your family yeah. and your mother would have hung on to. Like, that would be very important. I, yeah, okay. I think that's such yeah. an important piece of the puzzle that we, like, just don't have right now. Yeah. I, let me just look for it, and I'm sure I can find it somewhere. But I know for a fact that it has Tibia was broken while he was hanging, so... Um, Wait, I'm sorry. Can you it say was, it, his tibia was broken, like, and it wasn't before he was hanging, so whether someone hung him or he hung himself, um, his leg was broken. So that's huge, right? That's like a piece of, yeah. Yeah. Key piece of evidence that we've been missing. Yeah. Well, Megan, that's what's up with you? What, what do you, you live in... Or you live in Oh no, I live I live in And what like you Um I my husband and I live here with our cats <laughs> and right. um and stuff, stuff my life. life. <laughs> <laughs> um I have to yeah. <laughs> I'm just and I'm curious as to who you like I'm I'm just curious as to what like, you know I don't know, it seems like you are all of a sudden uh somewhat more of a a role in this whole thing. Well, yeah, and, like, I grew up with this, and literally, like, when my husband took me down there um, to see his place, like, the first thing out of the one guy's mouth was um, he didn't do it or something, and um, I know... Are you talking about about Doug? I think his name was Doug, because he he then drove us to see his uh, farm or whatever. A pretty good sized toothy hillbilly that was real good at guitar. Yeah. Yeah. 
It sounds so like other it. Than, other than me and Nicole, we have a friend, uh, Joe, a good buddy of mine who we're working on this with. Joe oh, okay. used to play music with. He, he was like a neighbor of Doug's, and they used to play music. And that's how we. That's how all this started. Was mm-hmm. oh wow. Joe Joe heard about it like around the campfire, and uh, like Joe approached me and he's like, "Look, I heard this crazy damn story, and like I don't know if you can help type thing." So that's what started this. Um, oh, I think cool. I might. I missed you. I think I might have missed you just by like a couple weeks, like. I, I ran into Doug. Me and Joe were doing a bunch of interviews back in the day. And uh, I think I missed you by like a couple weeks. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How how did you know to go to Doug? Um, well, he, was, he happened to be in the library when we got there. And we went to the library to try to look at slides or something. We didn't know what to look for. Mm-hmm. Um. And he happened to be in the library when we were there. Oh, my God. That's like... And he, so yeah. He's, like, one of probably... That's insane, because he's probably the best person there, I think, yeah. Angela. Yeah. Am I right? That could possibly even tell you about this. I mean, I yeah, know and, crazy. Crazy. and he knows about this better than anyone. But that's what I was, yeah. like, telling... I was telling Megan, like, you and I just met on a plane, like, happened to be talking yeah. about stuff. And I was well, like, Angela, yeah, what is... Yeah, I, I wasn't even supposed to be on that plane. I booked the wrong flight. Oh, my goodness. Like, well, and, yeah, like, what are the chances? Because we got lost, and we ended up at a gas station, and they pointed across the street, and they're like, well, there's the library. So we went over, and apparently he works night shift, but that day he didn't or something. It was an off day. Oh like, he shouldn't have even what? been there, but he was. Yeah. Wow. I'm telling you, this, this case with these coincidences, it's weird. And well, oh, that's well, how I, he recognized okay. me. He saw me, and he's like, "Oh, are you related to Peter Marshall?" No way. What? Yeah, yeah. He, that's wow. how it happened. I forgot because I was like, it wasn't like a random like, "Hi, who are you?" Right. But wow. Yeah. Wow. I know Doug comes off like I mean he's kind of rough around the edges or whatever. You know, pirate smile. He looks like a damn maniac, but. Yeah, <laughs> but we still he's, followed him. <laughs> no, he's like, he is a very, very sweet, wonderful person. Like, Aww. that's crazy. I cannot. I that's crazy. In the last episode, we mentioned how we were going to be talking with two veteran police investigators who are familiar with the case. We'll get back to that in the next episode. Instead, we wanted to bring you something completely different. You've been listening to an interview between Nicole and Peter Howard's niece. This podcast is a work in progress, and we're hopeful the attention it gets could lead to new information. That already started happening last week, and we're going to be setting up a tip line and sharing the new information and interviews with you in an episode very soon. Yeah, that's why, there's something, that's why I feel like there's something to it. Like, there's times me and this guy Joe, before we met Nicole, I mean, we ran into a bunch of brick walls, and, like, there were plenty of little obstacles that we should have just quit, and I can't believe how it has developed to this point. Like, to get in touch with you, Megan, is a big deal. Yeah, it is. Oh. Yeah, it's great to be talking to you. Oh, well, I'm just glad that somebody still wants to do it. It makes me feel good. Like, growing up since my mom, like, just compared me to Peter a lot, you know, like, it turned out we both love crystals and caves and stuff like that. So it's kind of, mm-hmm. it's like on one hand, I'm like, oh, he would have been an awesome dude to 
like talk yeah, to you or hang out with. Yeah, so that's, I think, why my mom was always like, you remind me of your, my brother and mm-hmm. all this stuff, so. What has well, your mom, yeah. like, told you about about Peter? Like, like who he was um, as a person? That he was super, super nice. Like, it was it's the opposite of what you would think. Like, mm-hmm. that he was really gentle with animals. Um, that he... Uh, I think he had probably some mental health issues, but it also could have just been because he was down where he was for so long um, with people messing with him or whatever was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know, I know it, it just completely devastated my grandma and I don't think she ever recovered from it. So, yeah. Um, and I wouldn't either. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I can't imagine. Yeah. But, um, and I'm trying to think of she doesn't she never really talked too much about hit like how he was normally, mm-hmm. like growing up or anything like that. It was always just about this case. Mhm. I mean I bet that's, you know, obviously what stuck with her the most. Yeah. Definitely. I was gonna say, so like honestly, like anything I can do to help out, like please tell me because like she even told me she's like, I need somebody to solve this whether it be that he is who everybody says he is or whether or not, you know, I, Oh, I remember um, back in the nineties and early two thousands, my mom would always say like, you know, don't do, don't publish anything or don't. Um, Cause I ended up in Pocahontas County doing an Appalachian service project. Um, oh, wow. And my, my mom what? freaked out. Um, I called her from there and I was like guess where I am Pocahontas County and she's like don't she's like just don't even say just don't even say your last name there and then she just had this fear that the cult was going to come and like get us or Mm -hmm. you know I know she was working on a book for a long time but then gave up on it so who is that your mom you're talking about yeah yeah so your mom it's your mom's position that that it was because, you know, obviously we've heard so many different, like, theories. So she yeah. thinks that it was something to do with the cult? Um, he's She's changed so many times. She's always thought it was the cult. But I think just recently, and it could be because she's trying to put it to rest, she's chalked it up to, like, he was possibly, like, schizophrenic or bipolar or something. And But it just it doesn't make sense. And I know people were, like, slaughtering his animals and it must have just been awful um I just thought of this I didn't tell my mom any of this like in the past since I've talked to Henry Roush I think is how you say his last name yep um yeah and so it's a horrible thing that's happened but we're yeah at this point we're convinced that it it didn't go down the way like the police report like there's more to it yeah there's definitely everybody you guys your uncle was a good man. Oh, and just, thank you. Yeah, I mean, that's just, you know, it's just Yeah, and that's really, why it was really so sad person. that they were, mm-hmm. like, killing his animals. And, right. Oh, my gosh, you can't even imagine. The no. guy, what's, what's crazy, crazy about this is that, um, I, I don't know if you know this, so stop me if you do, but the guy who was, um, who took the rap, at least, for messing with his animals was, 
put into a mental institution. Um, what? Like, honestly, a really horrible. That was like his sentence, pretty much. And this place, I, I mean, this place was really rough. Like they were still doing lobotomies, like oh, not too, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Electro. Um, like a state hospital. Yeah. 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 Um. So he was set to be released from there the week that all of this went down, which is get out of here. Yeah, just not. Oh, Megan, there's some theories out there. Yeah, there's some crazy stuff. Yeah, there's a couple few ways this could have gone, and Mm -hmm. the state police's accounting of the situation may not be the best. I think that's, like, the biggest lie ever. Like, whatever the police report says, I feel like Mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know, like, maybe he did. In my heart, I really don't feel like he killed that kid, but, I Mm -hmm. mean... Maybe he did. People are totally different. But um, either way, there's just weird, like, there's just, I remember growing up and, and playing, like, with a Ouija board or, like, you know, having a seance or something, and it was always about my uncle. So wow. Wow. he's always been, like, this big, like, monumental person in my life. But, like, I've never mm-hmm. met him, and you can probably relate. Um, I feel the exact same. Yeah. 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 Like I've had crazy, crazy dreams, like very vivid dreams with like her. It's, I get it. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. And one time I was sleeping, I guess. And, um, my family was having a rough time and I had a dream about him and he had said, don't worry, I'll watch over you guys. So that was random to have a dream about someone that I didn't really know what he looked like or anything, mm-hmm. but, but it was the I, same. He looked like him. So, but yeah, I, I mean, I get it. And that's why, that's why we're really happy to talk to you too, because I, I just, I get how like this looms, you know? Yeah. Well, and I feel bad. Like I, I feel, I wish I had like more information off the top of my head, but, like, once I find that stupid box, <laughs> I can <laughs> tell you more stuff. And I, that would I know, be so awesome. I think they released the pictures, so I think mm-hmm. Henry has those. Um, but I don't know if you guys got them. They're kind of hard to look at, so I don't know if you... Yeah, yeah, we've, right. we've seen them. I agree. They're, they're kind of rough. Um but, you know, I think they're, they're really so are. important. Yeah. They're so important, like, especially just Angelo pointed out how, you know, short that rope was and, like, things like that, that it just doesn't, it doesn't add up. Yeah, there's too many inconsistencies for it to just be, like, a slam dunk case. Do you, were mm-hmm. the people pressuring the police down there to get it solved? So, that- um, yes. Definitely, because the kid, um, the kid was either like the godson or just close with um, Archmore, who would have been. Was he the governor at the time, Angelo? Governor of West Virginia was. Yeah. Oh, geez. Right. So I mean, oh, there's my. definitely pressure, but I think the other part of it is it was an easy, simple answer. You know, they didn't have to investigate anything because. They saw this note, and they're like, cool, we're done. Yeah. And the police report was actually written after Pete was even found, so months and months later. 
see, that's that's weird in and of itself. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I just wonder where the... the uh, I was going to say the rumor comes from with him having a, a cult ring on him, like a, on his pinky. Like, I don't, so, I remember hearing that from my family, so I don't know if that's just... Hmm. So the kid, the so Walter Smith, definitely, well, I guess I shouldn't say definitely, most likely did have some sort of cult ring um, because okay. we've talked to some people who, like, say that they saw it, I think, or, like, confirmed that it was there. But I've also heard stories that that was still found in his room. Um, oh, okay. Do you remember seeing that, Angelo? I, I thought the ring was in no, his room and right. taken. It was right. His father and his mother drove down from Fallensby, and I think it, the mother, as soon as she saw the ring, like on his mm-hmm. little bedstand table, she was pretty sure something had gone sour because he never went anywhere without this ring. There's not. So that's to, where uh, the ring comes from. Okay. Yeah, so there was definitely yeah. a ring involved. I've I've never heard that it was on Peter. I also yeah, heard yeah, yeah. too that, that they might have been like a gay a little bit or something. And we still got yeah. Megan, I wasn't going to bring that up, but that's got a that, that's like a big part of all this. Yeah, so it was such right. So the kid was sodomized, but we don't know whether it was consensual. We don't know whether someone raped him. We don't know when, like, that even occurred. Like, maybe the kid was gay and maybe, you know, he had sex with someone a week before. That would still obviously, you know. So we haven't seen his autopsy report either. So those questions are just unknown. And that's where that comes from, since the kid was sodomized, whether, you know, consensual or not. And then... Peter confessed to killing him in that note, allegedly, that's where that comes from. They're like, okay, he raped the kid and then killed him. Yeah. Which, just like, that's just such a leap. You know, it's not even like you snap and you shot someone on accident. That's, you know, yeah. very... Megan, you you shot shot him. Him. the mid-1970s in a, a right. backwood part of West Virginia, like, that's where I live now. Like, they are just starting to accept the idea of um, alternative lifestyles. Like, mm-hmm. I think that yeah, was so, a law. Like back then, like homosexuality. I think was it was. Like, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, oh, I think God. it was. You girls, you girls, keep talking. I gotta walk back into this bar and drink my beer so they don't think I left. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was still illegal at that time in some states, which is. Crazy, too, because, I, I mean, that's just nuts. But we've heard, we can't, has your mom ever mentioned anything about that? No. Uh-uh. We can't, no one, like, no one has, everyone who has been asked about it, whether, like, the police or the FBI or whatever, everyone has said, if he was gay, I had no idea because he was in a relationship, like, you know. Always with, with Alan. a girlfriend, yeah. right? And then he had a girlfriend after Alan too. Um, so we just we haven't re- we haven't figured that out, but it really was a big focus of the um, police investigation. Yeah, and I think on the FBI report. 
report or maybe the police report, it says like motive was um, like mental illness with homosexual tendencies, something like that. Which is oh, just, yeah, I didn't know that. He has he has one. There was like an investigation of his of Peter's death, and then we have the investigation of Walter's death. And I mm-hmm. think it was on Peter's death one that it says like. I think, I think, hold on, let me pull it up. I think it is mental illness with, it definitely says homosexual tendencies. Um, And I just wonder, like, you know, back in those days, like, that was like the serial killer era. And, you know, who knows, like, or what if he didn't do it at all? Because I heard he had problems with his neighbors, you know, Mm -hmm. and he did all that stuff. So there I don't know how much you know about the problems with the neighbors, but that, that's kind of a big deal. Like that was a mm-hmm. that was a big factor probably in all of this. Yeah, and it was some awful. Weren't they like over the house. hill or something? Mm-hmm. Like above his house. Yeah. Weren't they above yeah. his house? Yeah. So the so the kid who was um, messing with his animals was living on the property. Um, and it's owned by this guy named Boyd Thompson. Um, they were mm-hmm. living there and, like, taking care of the area for him. And this Boyd Thompson guy is quite the guy from stories we've heard about him. I mean, like, just, like, oh, not wow. a great guy. Yeah. And and the, Peter and him apparently did not get along because he wanted to buy Peter's property. And then oh. Peter bought it. Yeah. So he was pissed because because he wanted that property. And we've also heard stories. We've heard that Ellen said they got along just fine. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there were definitely problems. And it was those people who were messing with his animals, too. Yeah. Wait, that begs the question, Megan. Uh, where had you heard that? Um, my mom, I think. Probably Have my you? Mom. I thought it was just, like, my family that still knew about it. I didn't know it was mm-hmm. still, like, something that some people were at least interested in helping out with. <laughs> uh, Megan, yeah, so, there are probably uh, several hundred neighbors and, like, close friends of your uncles who disagree with how any of this went down and, like, don't believe it. There's a lot of people that mm-hmm. j- j- are uncomfortable with this That's whole so cool. Yeah. yeah. That's We're trying to track them down one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slowly but surely. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's important to say, I think, I, w- I just want to make it uh, clear, we're not, this is not like a financial thing. We're not uh, trying to make money off your family. Or yeah, something. no. <laughs> just, like, okay. No, that's yeah. fine. Even if you were, if you figured out stuff, I wouldn't care. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're thinking about hopefully, I mean, Joe and Angelo, like five years ago interviewed so many people and have so much audio of it. And we've, since I got, you know, involved with it, we've, we get a ton of audio from people. So it's, there's a potential that maybe this like evolves into a podcast or something. Um, Oh, that would be so awesome. Yeah. But like, like Angela says, it's not because, and we're only saying this because we keep getting asked, like to be perfectly honest, we don't really know. Like, we just are all extremely interested in it. We think something's up. So we're just 
continuing, you know, to push through and, and look into things. And then because of all the audio, like maybe one day that's what it evolves to, but that's kind of I think that's where we're cool. at. That's just kind of like what you're thinking about doing. And okay. Yeah. Well, thank like you for like... doing it. You're a big part of this, Megan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. I mean, it's, it's awesome to be able to talk to you. No, well, thank you for actually doing this. It makes me feel really good to know that, like, some people are actually caring about my uncle and not thinking that he's just a murderer. You're listening to Buried Not Forgotten, a Veritas Underground media production.